everyone. Welcome back to another episode on the podcast. This is the third episode, and today I have another special guest, my mom, Gina Gomez. Hi, everyone. So, th- so what we do on this podcast is we tell scary stories, we we tell true stories, and then we also tell, I don't know, I guess if we don't know if, if they're, if we know if they are real or not. But let's get into it. Mom, so do you want to tell your, so you're going to, so my mom actually has two scary stories to tell. Mom, do you want to tell them? Uh, which two are you talking about? Um, or it could be one, is it the um, security guard one, or when you did the security. Yeah. Or, okay. It's not really scary. Yeah. It's just, um, it's just like it a doesn't ghost. involve it just... um, some paranormal activity. I wasn't frightened by it. So I used to work as a hospital telephone operator, and I often worked the graveyard shift, which was from um, 10.30 at night until 6 or so in the morning. And um, in the area where we had the switchboard was down in the basement, and in the room where the switchboard was, we had lots of cameras, um, different areas of the hospital. Um, and we worked closely with security. If we had to open a door, we had to lock a door, we could do it from the switchboard. And we kept in contact with security and with the engineers, um, obviously doctors and nurses and the house supervisor. Um, There was one particular engineer that had been working at the hospital for many years. Um, He was a really nice guy, um, kind of quiet, but friendly. And um, he was a rather large man. Um, He looked probably like he would be someone that you would be intimidated by, but he was really a gentle giant type of person. He was just really friendly, even though... Uh, on the outside, he looked like he was probably a tough guy, but he, he really wasn't. He was a nice uh, gentleman. Mm-hmm. And um, he would, uh, I could frequently see him on the camera in this one area of the basement where there was a couple of leather couches. There was kind of a a small medical museum where they have um, old um history of like the thing yeah kind of like they have different um like older old, medical yeah. instruments and tools and things that we used like you know a, a long time a, ago a long time ago yeah. yeah um there were you know nurses uniforms you know just it was kind of a museum like yeah so it's kind of like um like when people like like when famous people die they have like a museum with like all their clothes and yeah like so they had jewelry yeah so they had you know old Uh, medical tools and uniforms and pictures and different things like that Mm -hmm. and also the elevator is there and there's also a stairwell anyway one of the cameras is always uh, facing that area Mm -hmm. and so I could see people taking a break down in there the housekeeping um, the security guards mm -hmm. the engineers they would sit down on the leather couch and you know take their break and stuff yeah anyway um, one day, this particular engineer, this um, the big friendly guy, got sick, 
and he was admitted into the hospital. And, um, you know, everyone was worried about him and uh, he was there for a little while. And then um, sadly, he passed away there in the hospital. And, um, you know, everyone was really sad and he was missed and, um, you know, that, that type of thing. It was just, you know, a sad, a sad thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so after he passed, you know, it was kind of, um, when I would work that graveyard shift, it was kind of sad because I knew that, you know, I wouldn't be talking to him that night or I wouldn't see him because he had passed away. Would you usually see him? Yeah, I would see him, you know, frequently in that area where the museum was and the couches and stuff, you know. He would walk through there either while he was working or taking a break, whatever the case may be. And um, one day when I was working after he passed, um, like I said, the cameras, there's one camera that always faced yeah, that faced area. Yeah, that museum. Mm-hmm. And I saw something. I was looking at something else, but in my peripheral vision, I, you know, I saw something move on the camera and so I looked over and it was facing that museum and I saw uh, (laughs) what looked like an orb just kind of floating, just kind of moving around and then it would disappear and And then then I would would see it again. Yeah, it would come back. Like multiple days? Um, Or like just one day? One particular day that I saw it several times and I just... I wasn't afraid. I got a feeling of actually that it peace. was that it was him. I felt like it was him. I felt like it was that one particular engineer because he had worked there so long and had worked that shift. I felt like he was still there, still doing his rounds, still checking things out, mm-hmm. and it gave me a feeling of peace and like, you know comforting. Like he's okay and he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah, and that he was still looking out for the mm-hmm. hospital. Yeah, even and so though that was. He- he passed away. Yeah, yeah. And so that was my one particular story that I had that had a little bit of a paranormal not encounter. Really like, it's not really like... No, like, it's not a horror thing. No, it's, it's not a it's, scary thing. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not like he was a bad guy. No. He tried to, like, make everyone sad. No, so not at all. It was, he was a very nice guy. Yeah, and what I felt was peace. Yeah. Yeah. You would have felt, like... I didn't feel... Like, nervous. Afraid, or that or, he, yeah. anything was trying to bring harm. Yeah. Like, he wasn't trying to bring, yeah, yeah. harm. The, the next thing that I have is a story that my grandma Tina used to tell me. And she had told me this story many times Wait, during my, um, um, my childhood. Um, what year was that when you saw the, with the guy? Uh, let's see. Oh, man. Okay, so I started working as an operator in 2007. I would say it was anywhere between 2007 and 2009. Nine? Yeah, between that. I can't remember the particulars. All right, so you can tell the other story. So this story... um, With Parnanda? Yeah, she's right Uh, This was a story that my grandmother used to tell me um, growing up and it was a story that I asked her to tell me lots of times because even though it's kind of a sad story, um, it's, I just really you liked kinda, you how enjoyed my, it. I enjoyed it and I, I liked how my grandmother told the story. And, um, I can't remember if she called it, if there was a title, 
there was a title to the story. Oh my gosh, I'll have to ask my mom and see if she remembers or maybe my sister. Anyway, the story is uh, about a young girl, a beautiful young girl, uh, a girl that was um, a very happy, very bubbly, very energetic girl. Uh -huh. She was about mm, 16 or 17 years old and she loved to dance. She just loved to dance. Like Jimmy Jr. from Bob? Yes. She just, any chance she got, she would go to a party and she would dance. She would go to... Would she go to like, like really good parties? Yeah. She loved to go to parties, loved to go to dances. You know, either at her school or at anybody's home. Was she a good dancer? She was a great dancer. She loved to dance. Was that like and her passion? That was her passion. That was what made her happy. And so, um, there, um... At some point, she got a boyfriend, mm -hmm. and this boyfriend was probably not the best guy. Yeah. He was jealous. Not the best she, he she was, can find. Mm -mm, he was bossy. He was controlling. Um, he didn't like her to dance. He didn't like any attention brought to her because he felt like other people were looking at her or other boys were looking at her and he didn't like it so he was jealous that he like was very it. jealous yeah yeah and so one day um there was a big dance that was going to be held at the school uh -huh. um and she really and wanted she to go really 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 wanted to go to this dance uh -huh. but of course the boyfriend told her no he didn't want her to go wow and so, you know, she was just really upset that the boyfriend had told her that she couldn't go to this dance. And so she was talking to her friends and she decided, you know what? I'm going to go to this dance. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun and yeah. I'm going to dance with my friends. Yeah, there's really nothing bad just to do to the nothing, dance. Nothing yeah. bad at all. Yeah. So just like she got dressed. Dance. She got ready. She looked beautiful. Um, she had a beautiful dress on. What she type of dress was it? A party dress. Just a really beautiful yeah. dress. She had her hair done. Well, this like, she just this like 70s or 60s? This was probably in the 50s. 50s? Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, yeah, she just was, you know, so excited to go to this dance with her friends. Uh-huh. And so she did. She well, went to the dance. Good? Yeah. She went to the dance. She was having an amazing time. She was laughing. She was talking. She was mingling. She was, you know, having just a great time with all of her friends. Mm -hmm. And um, she was dancing. She was just having a really good time. Having a really great time. And she was dancing with everybody. Uh, her friends. Um, if someone came and asked her to dance, she, she danced. Would. She didn't. She wasn't. She wasn't mad that She way. wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. She, she was just having a good time. Yeah. And so... I'm like, nothing's bad with having a good time. No, no, nothing wrong with that at all. Really, like, absolutely nothing. Anyway, somebody told her boyfriend that they saw her there at the dance. And so he was angry. Uh -huh. And so he is just furious that she didn't listen to him. He's just, like, so mad. So mad. Um, and he gets into his car and he drives to the dance hall. He just drives over there, top speed, and he 
gets there and he walks into the hall and immediately spots her. It's almost kind of like this light just goes on her because she's just so beautiful and just having such a great time that it's like everyone her, is just focused on her. Yeah. Like, and he sees this her, like, and he's angry and he gets even more angry. He sees everyone looking at her. He sees everyone laughing. He sees her laughing. He sees her dancing, having a great time. Did he find her like dancing with someone else? There was. He, she was dancing with someone, yes. But it was very innocent. Nothing was happening at all. Yeah. They were there's, just... There's nothing bad. No, they were just enjoying themselves dancing. Yeah, if I, if I had like a girlfriend and I started dancing with someone, I would, it's fine because... Like, well, your, you know, your yeah. girlfriend would trust you. Yeah, yeah. And, you and would I would be trust a, her. I would right. trust her. You would be a gentleman. You hmm. would just be dancing. Yeah. I would just so, dance with her, too. He's just enraged. Mm-hmm. Just so angry he can't yeah. even stand it. Yeah, like you said, like he's, he was very furious. Mm-hmm. He walks over to her, and he has something in his pocket. What? And he pulls it out, and it's a gun. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was about to be a knife. And he shoots her. He shoots her? He shoots her right like, there in like front where? of everyone. Right in her chest. Her chest? Like right here? Right in her chest. And wow. she dies. She dies right there on the floor. Did anyone help her? There was nothing anyone could do. She was dead. Uh, her abdomen? Her, her chest. Her chest? Yeah. So, of course, the town is just so sad. Yeah, Everyone is sad. Was she, like, kind of famous? Not, like... Not famous, but, but she like, just... It was a town where everybody yeah. knew each other. Yeah, everyone knew she each other. She had grown yeah. up there. Yeah, She had lots of friends. And like, everyone her was parents, just like, sad. Mad? So, her mother, mm-hmm. especially, was, took it very hard. Yeah. She was the apple of her mother's eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just such a good girl that her mother's heart was just broken. Mm-hmm. As was the town. Yeah. Anyway, uh, time passes by. Um, you know, years pass by. And Everyone's just normal. Everyone, you know, they know, they remember the story. They know what happened. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm to they just moved on. He went to jail. He went to jail? Yeah. And so, um, like I said, years pass by and, you know, things change and... Um, they, you know, life goes on, basically. Uh-huh. And so there was uh, a dance that was going to happen. There was going to be a big dance at the same dance hall. As the other one that as she the other one. Yeah. And uh, it was the talk of the town. Everyone was so excited to have this dance. It was going to be a lot of fun. They were going to have, you know, good music, a good band, and food. And everyone in this town was excited to go to this dance. They just love to do it. Yeah. Was it like a tradition to like dance there? Yeah, yeah, it actually was. And so um, there's this new guy in town. Uh He was actually a soldier that was coming back from war. Uh And he was coming back into town. His parents lived in this little town where they were having this party. And um, he hears about the dance from his friends, and he's so excited to go because he's coming back from war, and he's just excited to unwind and to have a good time, and hopefully maybe meet a pretty girl and dance with a pretty girl. So ending guys' dream. Yeah. So he goes to this to this party to this dance hall, Mm -hmm. and it's just like everyone said. It's a 
huge party. There's, a dr- there's, there's lots of people. Like drinks and food. There's food. There's punch. There's an awesome band that's just playing hit after hit. Everyone is standing on the dance floor dancing. There's no one sitting. Everyone is just enjoying themselves, having a great time. And so um, he really wants to dance. He's excited to go out and to dance. And what do you know? Next thing you know, someone taps him on his shoulder. Oh, I and he like turns I have around. Feeling. I feel like I have a feeling. And it's, it's just this girl that is just so beautiful. And um, he's actually kind of taken aback by her. He's like, you know, kind of almost breathless because she took his breath away. She's so beautiful. And she um, asks him if he wants to dance. And um, he's so excited, he can't even speak. He just kind of nods his head, yes. And so they go out to the dance floor, and they start dancing. And they're having a great time. They're just just super happy, super excited, super happy. Um, Like I said, the band is just playing some really good music. Mm -hmm. And they don't stop dancing. They They continue to dance the whole night. Well, right before the party ends, mm-hmm. um, they always play like a slow song. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, everyone can kind of, you know, start slowing down mm-hmm. and they get their dance. coats and, you know, the boyfriends and girlfriends have one last romantic dance. Mm-hmm. And so um, he asks her if, if she wants to dance this slow song with him. Mm-hmm. And she says yes. And he's just, like, so excited that this beautiful girl has danced with him all night. And now she's agreed to have this slow dance with him. Yeah. And by slow dance, what I mean is like this. They're playing slow music, and then they're going to do a romantic dance like this. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so they they have their their last romantic dance. (laughs) And um, the the party's over. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's walking out of the hall. Everyone's getting into their car, getting into a cab, you know, getting picked up. And so the young soldier, you know, asks her if she has a ride. And she actually says, no, she doesn't have a ride. And he says, well, He'll take you know, her. let me take you home. And so the girl says, okay, yeah, she, she'll let him take her home. And she tells him it's not far from there. Um, and, um, yeah, she, uh, she agrees to let him take her home. So they, you know, he comes over to her side of the car and he opens the door for her. He's very polite, very well-mannered young man. And she gets into the car and he closes the door behind her and they get in the car. Yeah. And he tells her what a great time he had. And she says she's had such a great time also. And so he starts to drive her home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like she said, it wasn't far, just mm-hmm. a few blocks down. And um, she tells him if he would go ahead and park on the corner, not right in front of the house, because he didn't want, she didn't want her mom to wake up. Yeah. She didn't want to wake up her her, her mom. So he tells her, sure, sure. So he parks across the street from her house. Yeah. Did her mom know that she was going to the dance? Yeah. And so um, they're saying their goodbyes, and he asks her if he could see her again the next day. And um, she's so flattered you know she's smiling she's kind of shy and you know she she kind of liked him and he obviously definitely liked her so she agrees to go on a date with him mm-hmm. and um he's, next day? the next day the next night he tells her that he has to go to work and she says she has to work too and she he tells her okay well you know i'll pick you up at seven mm-hmm. and um alexa's sending me something so um, she agree 
so she agreed to go on a date with him. So he goes and he opens the door for her and he lets her out mm-hmm. and, you know, he wants to walk her to the door and she says, no, 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 I don't want my mom to wake up. Just, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and just cross the street and go to my house. And so he says, okay. And so she gives him a kiss on the cheek and she tells him goodbye. And, and so he's just so happy. He's just so happy because she's just such a really nice person, someone that he felt he connected with. And obviously she's this beautiful girl. And so he watches her go, you know, cross the street, walk over to her house, cross the lawn and go inside the house. And he is just on cloud nine. He's just on cloud nine all the way home. Mm-hmm. So he just can't wait. You know, the, whole, for like the, next the day. whole next day he's at work and he just can't get his mind off this beautiful yeah. girl. And he's yeah. so excited to see her. Mm-hmm. And um, so he, um, you know, it's after work and he goes home and he showers and he's changing, getting ready for this date. He goes. Did and he, he like a nice suit? He put on some nice clothes. He went and he got some flowers from uh, a store and he's just so excited to go. And pick up this this new girl that he met. So he gets there to the house. He parks in front of the house and he walks up to the to the door and he's knocks on the, the door. door. Yeah. Nobody answers. He's looking at his watch. He's like, okay, it's seven. Yeah, she said seven. So he knocks again. And finally, a lady comes to the door, an older lady probably someone like in her 70s did he think that it was her mom well he didn't know who it was so she comes and she answers the door and she says can i help you and he says hi yes uh i'm here to to pick up your daughter and she says my daughter no you you must be mistaken well yeah this the beautiful girl that lives here i i you know I, i met her last night at a dance and we made a date for tonight I brought her home and I saw her come in and the lady says, no, you're mistaken. There's no young girl that lives here. And he is just so confused. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like, he doesn't understand what she's telling him. Mm-hmm. And he says, he just twisted. Are, are, his head are you twisted. sure? She's, she's, you know, about this tall. She's got long, beautiful hair, big, beautiful eyes. And as he's telling her, the old lady just, you can tell in her face that she's just so sad. Like she's just, you know, she's listening to this this boy describe somebody. And she kind of steps back, steps back away from the door. Well, when she steps back, the boy can see this cabinet, this shelf that's there behind her in the living room yeah and on the shelf is a picture of the girl of the beautiful girl that he met the night before mm-hmm. and he says her that's that's her there in that picture mm-hmm. that's the girl and the mother is just so heartbreaking like just her face gets pale Why? she just and she says you have to be mistaken that is my daughter but she's dead. And oh, she's been dead for years. That's not what I was expecting. She was killed. And he says, what do you mean? And she says, yeah. She went to a dance 30 years ago. And, and she was murdered by her boyfriend. 
Was that the girl? Was that the same girl? That was the girl that he had seen that was there. I did not expect that. Yeah. And so he just is so heartbroken. He can't understand what she's saying. Um, And so the mother explains to him what happened. And that obviously her ghost is still roaming, dancing, because that's what she loved to do. And so there's my ghost story. Well, I was expecting... Do you know how I said that? I think I knew how that was how it was gonna end. Mm-hmm. I I expected like it was the boyfriend and she he was like went to rehab and then came back and he saw another girl and I thought she he was gonna murder her too. Oh gosh, <laughs> no, Liam. I was gonna be a whole murder rampage. This was a ghost. No. <laughs> this was a ghost story, Liam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. So before we end this last story, before we end this last episode. Me and my mom are gonna read uh, like a little type of short horror story uh, that we find on Google, and it's gonna be very short. I, I told two stories, honey. I know, but it's just gonna be like a tiny little. Okay, so I I think I'll probably let you go ahead and just read that story. Okay, I'll okay. do those. Uh, thank you, everybody. Mom. It's been great chatting with you. I enjoy telling you my favorite ghost story and telling you about something that really happened to me. Yeah, um, thank you, Mom, for being on this episode. Thank you. Thank um, you for inviting me. My mom may, she may come back mm-hmm. in a future episode, yeah. but Mom, thank you for, thank you for go- coming on this episode with of course. me. Of course. And I'll see you, I'll see you maybe later. I'll see you later tonight when I tuck you in. Uh, <laughs> bye, okay, Mama. Bye, everybody. Okay, so now I'm going to be telling these, la- these just little two-sentence kind of like horror stories. And yeah, so let's two sentence horror stories. Okay, so let's let's just do these. Oh, I think I I've, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen this one. Uh, it's the one. It's okay. I might tell three because I'm pretty sure Jones. I've already heard this one. It goes, my daughter won't stop crying in the middle of the night. I visit her grave and ask her to stop, but it won't help. Yeah, I'm pretty sure which people have heard that one. All right, let's read this one. Nighttime swimming is one of the benefits of working at a public pool. One night everyone left. I was, I was waiting in the deep wadding, waiting, and... I've and felt a hand grab my ankle. That's that's kind of scary. But I was the same one. I... Yeah, if you didn't, um, the last one me and my friend Noah we read one of those two sentence horror stories. There's also a show called Two Sentence Horror Stories. Yeah, but I let's just read. The second one. There was a picture of me sleeping. I live alone. That's kind of scary. I I might um might do some more. Okay. She asked why I was breathing so heavily. I wasn't. That's scary. Like they're short, but like terrifying. Oh, this one's 
sounds so depressing, bro. Sorry, we're out of breadsticks. Oh, that one's. Oh, I might get so emo I might get emotional from that one. Oh, bro, my heart sank after I heard I read that one. Oh God, I think my life's gonna. I think I think my life's gonna end in a little bit if I think, keep thinking about that. All right, let's read five more. Okay, let's read five more. All right, the driver wasn't very chatty, so I checked on my phone. Hey, it's your Uber. I'm outside. That's creepy. Do you see? There's nothing to be afraid of. Oh yeah. Do you see? There's nothing to be afraid of. My mom asked. As she emerged from my closet, yes, mommy. I lied, noticing her the her mole now on the left. <laughs> I don't really get that one. Maybe some of you will get will get it. I I frantically ran to the customer service to pick up my son, who got lost in the store. Nice try, sir. His father already picked him up. That's creepy. That is cute. That's creepy. I told the genie I wanted my family to be happy, and I started fading. That is that's scary. I right, three more. I saw my reflection blink. He's watching you through your window. I always hear something breathing. Someone breathing in my closet. I uh, let's do let's do two more. I, I I love reading these. I just love reading these so much. I let's actually go to Reddit. Reddit. I right, let's go to Reddit. You want? Yeah, never mind. All right, so let's let's just go. Let's just say. Uh, all right, I'm gonna read one more. One more, okay, guys. Uh, here we go. My sister says that mommy killed her. Mommy says that I don't have a sister. That's that's my stuff, actually. Uh, but yeah, that is what I'm. That is my podcast that I did with my mom. Uh, I was happy for her to be on this um, podcast, um, and I had a really good time with you guys. It was super fun, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.